0: Hey, I'm Ben Silverio.
1: And I'm Erin Klein.
0: And I'm Ansel Birch, your host in post. And it's time time to party. We are not doctors and we don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly.
1: Pew, 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 pew. pew, pew. Air guitars and pew pew, pew, pew.
2: (laughs) 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 That should be our new hashtag.
1: Hashtag air guitar, air guitars and
2: pupuus. Pew <laughs> that's that's what we do. Time to party that's our brand. thing. <laughs> oh man, well, if if you're just joining us, which I hope you are, cuz this is the top of the episode.
1: This is the top of the episode.
2: <laughs> this is typically where people join us, but if if you're if you don't that's if cool, you too.
1: backwards and you just got to this part, you know what? I salute you to be honest,
2: yeah, <laughs> you're Aaron's people. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to time to party, uh, where we talk about time travel and tangents and pew pews and stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, all the good stuff
2: all the best stuff.
1: so you may be wondering, hey, is the quality of this episode going to remain at this exact state that it's in during this intro? No, it's not. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) That's why we're recording this up top, to tell you that we recorded these out of order. And you can tell because some of the audio quality is a bit lower. So we wanted to give you an advance warning that that's something that's coming. Then in about two seconds, our audio quality is going to drop significantly. So we are very sorry about that.
2: But it's still going to be fun. It's
1: a great episode. It's a really... It's a really good episode, but we felt like you as an audience deserved a fair warning that there is definitely going to be a decline. So that will be coming in three, two, one. Pew, pew. Welcome to Time to Party. This week, we're going to be talking about Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It's the second one. In case people don't remember, I don't know why you wouldn't know that bogus journey is clearly the second one. (laughs)
2: Yeah, right. You should absolutely know that. You know, it's, it's weird because I'm sure people are thinking like, why aren't they talking about Excellent Adventure? Why aren't they talking about Face the Music? But Bogus Journey doesn't get enough love.
1: Here's a fun fact. I've never seen Excellent Adventure. I've only seen Bogus Journey at least three times.
0: <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Which what? I realized
1: I know. I realized while we were watching it because I was like, man. I know I've, like, seen stuff about Abraham Lincoln, and I'm really unfamiliar with that is, and then realized, oh, I've never seen the first one. That's I've only ever seen Bogus Journey. And what? I think it's because people think, like, everyone has seen Excellent Adventure, and I j- it just fell through the cracks for me. <laughs> so wow. I've seen this one. We got, like, halfway through it, and I was like, I've seen this movie... <laughs> i've seen only this one yeah i mean i love it i love this movie i think it's great every time i watch it i've enjoyed it but yeah i realized i've, I've only ever seen this one. Oh my
2: gosh i feel like we need to go back and watch the first one
1: i mean we obviously need to do that later yes because like i wrote down at one point i was like i don't understand how the time travel mechanisms work or why they're in a phone booth and then i was like oh Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs>
2: oh wow!
1: So this, we'll this is going to gonna cra- be
2: an interesting conversation.
1: Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have a lot to cover. I guess. Oh, yeah. Man. It was a it was a very weird realization to be like I've definitely seen this one and I still have never seen the first one. So wow. I feel like I could see the third one and be fine. <laughs> to be honest.
2: Yeah definitely
1: uh, cuz my spoiler my favorite character is death i fucking love death and i feel like if i try of to watch the course first one you love death fucking of course i love death <laughs> and like if i tried to go back to the first one i feel like i'm going to be disappointed that death isn't in it
2: oh man right cuz i don't great. Think... he's not right? in it but there's a lot of great characters in the first one
1: Oh, man. I know. I know that it's good, and I know I really should see it. Because, like, all I know about Misty is that she's remarried to one of their dad- I was like, I don't understand this reference.
2: Yep. That's a callback huh. from the first movie. Yep.
1: <laughs> anyway, you want to write out some drinking Ooh, game rules? Yeah. <laughs> for awesome. this movie that I've only seen the sequel of for some reason. All right. Hit me with a drinking rule.
2: Okay. The biggest rule that I have, because it's the one that happens the most out of the ones that I picked out, Take a drink every time someone says station.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't have anything for station, but I like where your brain's at. That's a good one. That's got to be like a beer drink. You can't take a shot every time someone says station or you fucking die.
2: (laughs) Initially, I had it as take a shot every time they say station. And I wrote that down before I rewatched the movie. And then as I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, they say station a lot.
1: Right. And you don't think about it because you're like, oh, I'm casually drinking through the first part of this movie. And then you get to the back half and you're like, oh, no, I've yep. made a terrible mistake. Oh, yeah. So switch over to beer and then take a drink every time they say station. I Yeah, that's a hard endorse. I like that one. Okay. Ooh, I'm sure you probably have an air guitar riff, too, but as a, a smoker's choice for this one, take a hit every time there's an air guitar riff. Like That's, that's better, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I feel like it's easy. Uh, one hit isn't going to knock you on your ass, and it happens enough times that you can kind of, like, coast through till the end. Yes. <laughs> and as that's we said, the best one is obviously the dad guitar one in yes. the police station i fucking love that it, i laughed so hard like oh i love that everyone has a, a unique to them air guitar riff it's so good yeah.
2: the evil uh evil robot bill and ted the good mm-hmm. robot us is like everyone has a different
1: one i love it it's so smart like the, how the sound design in this is just so smart i love it yes i love that it like creates all of these opportunities for like motif and things that like repeat throughout the course of the movie it's, yes. it's just really smart and if i'm not
2: mistaken when death does it it's a bass riff
1: yes it's different yeah i i believe it's a cello riff actually since oh. is, he pl- is he playing a stand- he must be he playing a stand bass, bass yeah. yeah he's really tall. yes then yes it is definitely a bass riff i love it it's just so good uh, okay.
2: My next drinking rule kind of goes along with the first one, you know, like drink every time they say station out of respect. Take a mm-hmm. shot every time you see George Carlin out of respect.
1: Yes. I wrote that down at one point. I was like, George Carlin. <laughs> why the fuck is George Carlin in this movie? It he made me a realize big role
2: that... in the first one.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. OK. That yeah, I had no idea. I was so confused. <laughs> like, why is George Carlin in this like weird cameo? <laughs>
2: I'm picturing our listeners just like yelling at their device right now, being like, I
1: "Rufus, uh, uh, Rufus!" No, I have yeah, no that's idea. His name. <laughs> I yeah. heard the the bad guy call him Rufus, and I was like, "I have no idea what any of this means." <laughs> <laughs> oh no clue. Yeah. See, I definitely haven't seen the first one then, because I have no idea what that means. So, yeah. wow, that's weird.
2: George Carlin's character's name is Rufus.
1: <laughs> <sighs> that's very funny. Um, okay take a hit every time someone says Battle of the Bands. Oh, yeah. That Mm -hmm. does
2: happen a whole lot.
1: It's a lot. They say it a lot. I started writing it down at the beginning, and then it's sort of like Station. It does the opposite thing, where at the beginning, you hear Battle of the Bands a ton of times, and then at the end, you start to, like, kind of have it peppered in again, but it, like, fades out as you get to the middle, too, so I feel like it's a balanced rule. You can, like, pair it up with other rules. Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, my next rule is... Drink every time. Someone says excellent.
1: Ooh. <laughs> that's a
2: lot. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a lot more. So it's a, did it's you, a very... Did you it's take amazing. tallies? Yeah, I did.
1: How many is it?
2: Uh, about 10.
1: That's it? Really? Yeah. Wow, I thought yeah, it was going to be cool. a lot more than that. Okay, all right. So okay. originally,
2: the rule was going to be drink every time they say dude or babe. And they that's say too many. Yeah, that's too many.
1: They use it like an um, almost. It's like a word that just gets thrown as like a like a pause. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yes. They okay, say that, babe a lot more than dude, but like, it's a lot.
1: Yeah, that's... Wow, I'm really surprised that they don't say excellent. I mean, I guess that's this isn't excellent journey, so yeah. it makes kind of sense that they wouldn't be saying excellent as much. Also, they're like literally in their own personal hell at one point. I don't know why you would use excellent <laughs> in that <laughs> context. Uh... In terms of people saying something too I also have take a hit every time someone says Shut up Which is yeah. way more than I was expecting I wrote it down at the beginning It was like oh this is a thing they've said every once in a while And then just like all the way throughout the movie They tell everybody to shut up And I love it yes. so I think it's I think it's cute that they're like Just shut up Bill and t- You guys are such idiots They're like okay We will <laughs>
2: Uh, the last one that I have is Drink Every Time Bill and Ted Use Their Full Names. So essentially every one. time they say, I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire and I'm Ted Theodore Logan and we're Wild Stallions.
1: Right. Yeah, initially I, uh,
2: initially I had Wild Stallions and the names split up as two different rules. But every time they use the names, they just yeah, say wild stallions anyway.
1: Right, exactly. It's like a it's the same thing, it's like a tick. Like every yes. time they say their full t- name, that means that they're introducing their band. Yeah. Right. I liked when they did that to God.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like God does not need to know that you're wild stallions. <laughs> the name is enough. I'm assuming to Esquire gets explained in the first movie. Um
2: because that it. thats uh a—it's—it's a it. suffix
1: that means you're a lawyer and you've passed the bar. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand. I'm assuming it's because his—he's da- a junior and his dad is an esquire, but like that doesn't actually seem like it's clear.
2: No, they—they they never really addressed that. That's a good point.
1: Oh, uh, because I noticed it right away and was like, why? It's because my parents work in law, so I'm like familiar uh, with it as like a title that yeah. goes—that's it. Would be like calling someone uh, uh, like. Dr. Britt Baker uses her uh, numbers at, or numbers her <laughs> her letters at the end of her name. Uh, yes, D DMT, D M T something like that. D M D, yeah. D M D, yeah. It it would be like someone saying my name is Bill Prescott D M D as yeah. like a teenager. It's a it's a very particular thing that is, it clearly has a purpose, but I like don't know what it is. Uh, I've but I agree. Pointed I it out.
2: Um, I think by oh, I think it was actually Britt herself. Who pointed it out pointed it out you don't need to say dr brit baker dmd because the doctor uh you know the doctor's enough like it's mm. it's basically saying that dr brit baker doctor again like it's a it's redundant
1: right it's it's like um if people think of it as like a suffix like you need to um make sure people know that it's just a dentist but it's like okay but you also still earned like a medical degree so I think doctor is fine I feel that way too about people who have doctors because of um, academia like yeah you still earned that doctor it's okay if people just call you doctor like that's fine with me Um, okay I have a couple of more rules Um, take a hit every time Bill and Ted try to kill a cat
2: evil Bill and Ted
1: Evil Bill and Ted. Yes, sorry. Yes. Got to be clear. Not gotta, normal Bill and Ted yes. or good us. Got out there. Yes. Take a hit every time evil Bill and Ted try to kill a cat. Take a drink every time. I have a couple of drinking rules. I wrote these down. Take a drink every time they play a game inside the
2: movie.
1: <laughs> Just enough. and I feel like it's a fine drinking rule, but it won't get you super fucked up. Sure. And then take a shot every time someone climbs a mountain.
2: Yeah. Oh, I have a fun fact about the mountain.
1: Oh, uh, yay!
2: Yeah, so, you you know when they show that clip of Star Trek? Yes. Yeah, it's foreshadowing for that mountain, because it's the same mountain.
1: Yeah, that's why I said take a shot every time they climb the mountain, because it happens multiple times, both in Star Trek and in the actual movie. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I like, was so excited about it. <laughs> I never
2: knew why that Star Trek clip was in the oh, movie. Oh, really? And I was just, like, really paying attention this time, and I was just like... That's the same mountain.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I thought it was so funny. As some listeners may know, I co-host a podcast called Xtrex, where I'm watching the Star Trek, the original series, for the first time. And I was super excited, because it got to that, and I immediately knew what it was, obviously. Not just like, oh, well, this is Kirk doing whatever. It was like, this is specifically TOS. I can recognize it by the way that it looks. But I haven't gotten to that episode yet, so I don't actually know what that is, or like nice. what the context of it is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hold on to your butt it's so good
1: oh my god i know i (laughs) could just tell
0: (laughs) and and that particular mountain gets used repeatedly throughout the series Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's a touchstone in trek canon so it's not just tos but it's also shows up in tng Mm -hmm. it shows up like every i think every series has shot an episode on that spot
1: that makes sense it's uh, because
0: it's so like pivotal to tos
1: it's, like, visually striking, too, so it makes sense yeah. that it's a place that they could return to. Yeah, so I was particularly <laughs> excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's it. Those are all the rules that I came up with. I feel like that's a... Ooh, actually, no. I have another one that I wrote down. Okay. Take a hit every time Ted uses a $2 word. Okay. He does it a lot, and it's it was something that I was like, oh, maybe this could be, like, a drinking rule if it's something he only does occasionally. But, like, he actually uses quite a lot of, like this word is too big for what I would anticipate your vocabulary to be words. And so I feel like it's something that you can pay attention to and take a hit every time he does that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Something I wrote in my notes was that Ted seems to be the more, uh, I don't want to say intelligent, because I feel like they're on the same level of intelligence, but maybe he's the more aware one of the pair. You know, like when, uh, when the evil Bill and Ted show up, Ted's like, I have a bad feeling about this. And then Bill just Mm -hmm. keeps going, you know? And I feel like that's a reoccurring thing in Bill and Ted, where, Mm -hmm. you know, Ted is the one who's always like, are you sure about this, bro? And then Bill's just like, yeah, let's go. We did this before.
1: He's more inquisitive, which I feel like fits into that theme of like, okay, it makes sense why your vocabulary would be a little bigger. You're a person who obviously likes to know shit. He seems... Ted seems like a guy who would uh, have a fucking field day with Wikipedia and like eight open hours. Like that seems to fit into the kind of person that he is. Like, like you said, it's not necessarily intelligent, but it's there's like an inquisitive nature or like a curiosity, at least that that makes him ask questions that Bill is just like, whatever, bro, everything's fine.
2: Yeah. And I mean, like, I know we're talking about Bogus Journey so that we don't spoil uh, Face the Music. Which just came out recently and we wanted mm-hmm. everyone to have a chance to see it before we talked about it. Right but in the trailer you can see that Bill's playing a or not Bill, uh Ted's playing a theremin. So like Oh my god. Oh. So, I like, love that so much. <laughs> right? Like he he's he's open to trying all of these new things, you know? Like, <laughs> not to say that Bill isn't, but it's just seeing Ted do it is like unexpected. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> It feels like Ted and Keanu Reeves have, like, merged a little. <laughs> like, like when you get associated with a character for a really long time, people just start to think of you as this way. It right. It feels like he was this character, and that's why he's in this movie, uh, and, like, why people connected with him. And, like, as old Keanu, old Ted has, like, evolved in very similar, like, parallel paths, which oh, yeah. I like a lot. Oh, Keanu. Please remain good forever. <laughs> I know,
2: right? <laughs> I'd be
1: devastated to learn something bad about him.
0: I know. That would suck so <sighs> much. Like
1: oh my god. He's so careful. Topic for
0: discussion. Do you think Keanu will be uh, the next generation's Tom Hanks? Go.
1: Yes. Oh, 500%. 100%. I think that he might already be kind of in that, like, Tom Hanks zone. Because he's now, what, in his, like, 50s, right?
2: Something like that.
1: Yeah. um, So I think that he kind of exists in that, like... The thing about Tom Hanks is that Tom Hanks is America's stepdad. And he's, like, the jolly guy that everybody loves. And, like, oh, I'll let you get away with it this time. But you're going to learn this lesson. And you're like, you're right. I am going to learn my lesson, Tom Hanks. Whereas with Keanu, like, Keanu fits this... Like next generation, I'm like, yeah, you know, we're all kind of pissed and we would like really love to watch someone just like beat the crap out of people, but like righteously and for justice. And like, Keanu Reeves seems to fit that well. Like, he chooses roles that let people see him in this way, but he's also fun in the same way that Tom Hanks is. And so I feel like that's what pushes that like connection to him as. People who are like, oh, I'm interested in you as a person in addition to these roles that you pick. And like, Tom Hanks seems like a good dude in real life where like he and his wife are very active uh, politically. They try to be, uh, they try to give money to like pretty decent causes. And it feels like Keanu kind of exists in that same space of like, he's very aware of the fact that he's a celebrity and the things that he does have impact and that other people notice. And so I feel like he's kind of been prepping for that. And, and in the same way, Tom Hanks and cannery Reeves started working young. And yeah. so I feel like they've both experienced that same kind of like Hollywood will chew you up and spit you out immediately. And like, you have to make your own life worth it outside of what you're doing. And I feel like, I feel like that's what connects people to Keanu. Like he seems Definitely. like a real dude and it's, yeah, I would not have put that those two together in my mind, but I think that totally, I think that he absolutely is going to start to feel that same, like avuncular almost, uh, relative people look forward to seeing, feeling in a celebrity that Tom Hanks is starting to age into, like, America's grandpa instead.
2: Yeah, it's... uh, Because Tom Hanks is 64 and Keanu is 56.
1: He's 56? Yeah. Wow. Uh,
2: (sighs) Yeah, so I can totally see Keanu stepping into the generation, Mm -hmm. you know, like... That that figure of this generation, totally. Um, I can absolutely see that just too. Just out of curiosity, I wanted to look this up. Bill Murray is seventy, so I was I, I almost <laughs> think of Bill Murray as like it's Bill Murray, Tom Hanks, Keanu Reeves, you know, in that same kind of role where like oh you look forward to seeing this dude. They're using their status in in different ways than celebrities typically do. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just Bill Murray pops up at weddings occasionally. Right. Bill Murray reason. feels
1: more like oh that was my mom's uh, youngest brother and he doesn't come around very often but when he does show up he brings everyone like inappropriately expensive gifts and uh, like plays DJ and then also will just like walk out the front <laughs> door with no shoes and doesn't ever come back. Like that's the feeling I get from Bill Murray. <laughs> I don't feel safe because of Bill Murray oh, but like true. Tom Hanks Tom Hanks makes you feel safe and I think Keanu now as an older yes. man really feels the, like, he fills that role of, like, he makes the people around him feel very safe. Definitely.
2: Yeah, I think that's why that picture floating around the internet of Keanu with, like, the floating hand, you know, like, yes! he doesn't want anyone to feel uncomfortable, you know?
1: He's so intentional about it it's it's really nice to see that that it's like here's a man who understands what his role is and what the role of people around him have been like, and he's like on top of it it's it's really nice to see I feel like it's what's gotten him to where he is today that he's so aware of what he's doing and the choices that he's making,
2: yes, definitely, and like as a side note, like he was definitely one of the first people that I saw in Hollywood that had a, like, Pacific Islander background. You mm-hmm. know, like, s- seeing him and Lou Diamond Phillips and then eventually uh, Dante Bosco and Hook, like, those were, like, the first, like, faces that I saw on screen that looked kind of like mine. So mm-hmm. it's cool that Keanu's been out there representing in such a big way his entire career.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that that also contributes to why people are so, like, drawn into him. That wraps up our drinking and smoking game. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So now that you have our rules, uh, we encourage you to drink and smoke along.
1: Yeah, please watch along so that when we are talking about our review of it, how we think the movie held up, more things that we liked about it, since we already talked about a lot of things we liked, uh, we'll be doing that next week. And that way you can listen along without feeling like you're going to get spoilers if Unlike me, you've only seen the first one and have never seen the second one. You can get on t- get on the same page with everybody. Uh, I watched it on Prime. That's where I rented it. It was free to do that with a Prime account. So that's yes. where I picked it up. Uh, is that where you watched it too, Ben?
2: I own three versions of it. So. Okay, well.
1: <laughs> if you don't own it, you can watch it on Prime like I did. <laughs>
2: Yes, go watch Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and we'll see you next time. Well, we hope that wasn't too bad for you.
1: Oh, and also you may have noticed that here we are (laughs) sounding great again. (laughs) That's how you know it's the end of the episode. Welcome
2: back.
1: Um, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was a great episode. Just again, we wanted to acknowledge that the quality does uh dip significantly between the beginning and and the end. So, <laughs> sorry about that.
2: But it's like you time traveled with us.
1: That's exactly right. You're joining us back in the future. This is the kind of time travel podcast experience that we give you.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> if you're listening to this on release day, this was the the intro was recorded three days ago and if you're <laughs> and the rest of it was recorded months ago <laughs> uh,
1: we hope you enjoyed this look into this podcast it's been a delight uh until next time with our next episode which will spoiler have a similar middle part quality problem yep. you can find us on the internet you can find me on instagram at nyd urgency.
0: on instagram and twitter i am at beastlaverio 20 i'm at indecisionist on twitter and at the indecisionist on instagram a huge thanks to Marlon Longit of Marlon the Shakes for our theme song and April Moralba for the podcast you art.
1: And use the hashtag time to party, that's time the number two party, to interact with us, talk about time travel, tweet us drinking and smoking game rules. You know, if there was something that we missed in this particular episode of Drinking and Smoking Games, you're like, honestly, how in the world could they have missed that? You should tweet at us using hashtag time to party.
2: Please, we welcome the <laughs> upcoming
1: storm. <laughs> We're gonna get a message just like, listen, I don't know if you knew that this one thing happens like 87 times in this movie, but no, we didn't know, okay? So use the hashtag and tell us.
2: Past you know, us right? was so clueless. How could we? <laughs> and yes, party people, until next time, be excellent to each other.
1: And party on, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to do a slide. I was like, I don't know how to make that noise with my mouth. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs>